0: Let's go to First Chronicles, First Chronicles chapter 19, First Chronicles 19, verse 8. Now when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army of the mighty men, verse 9, then the people of Amnon came out and put themselves in battle array before the gate of the city, and the kings who had come were by themselves in the field. When Joab saw that the battle line was against him before and before, he chose some of Israel's best and put them in the battle array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he put under the command of Abishai his brother, and they set themselves in battle array against the people of Ammon. Then he said, If the Syrians are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the people of Ammon are too strong for me, for you, then I will help you. Be of good courage and let us be strong for our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. That was First Chronicles 19, 8 through 13. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you that you have given us your word. And I thank you that this morning you will speak to each one of us. Give us a heart to hear, a heart that is willing and obedient, a heart that is sensitive to your spirit. Anoint Pastor Danny and Vova, Jemana, myself, Renee, that we are able to proclaim your word. In the name of Yeshua, we pray. Amen. The people of Amnon and Syria came against the people of Israel, and David, who had an army of... Uh, Hero men he joined them together and he sent them to go against the enemy So this morning my question for each of us are we in the army of the heroes of God? There's an army and then there's an army of heroes And so this army of heroes are those that are going to go before and they're going to be the ones that are going to Go in the word of the Lord so he gathers the heroes and the strong men And Joab was the head of the army, and he gets to the battlefield and he realizes there's a whole lot more happening than what he thought and what he expected. And he says something to Abishai very, very important, and this was something that was important during the wars and the battles of Israel. And he says to him, if I start to lose, then you will come and save me. And if you start to lose, I will be there for you. And this is basically the message this morning that I want to give to you. And it says, that the message this morning is that we would be of good courage and let us be strong for our people. Let us be strong and full of courage for our people, before our cities. And God would do his will. And I believe this morning that God is saying to each one of us this morning, be strong and be strong for the people of Israel. God wants to strengthen us, to fill us with his power and with his glory for our people. And if you don't know it, you and I are in a battle. We are in a spiritual battle here in the land of Israel. Lately in the news, we hear a lot of news stories that, that are not really wonderful to hear. So we also hear in the news of another possible war with Hezbollah or also with Iraq or Iran. But above this whole talk of war, think about just the traffic accidents that we have in the land. Did you know that traffic accidents in the land have killed more people than the war has? And we see about the economic situation in the world that is also coming to our land of Israel. This is something that affects all the believers, but all over the world as well. So before the meeting, Pastor Pastor Danny and Pastor Peter were talking about the threat of Iran and also about the economic solutions and problems. And I thought about, Pastor Danny says he thought about something else that maybe we haven't been expecting. And that would be an earthquake that all of the specialists are saying will come to the nation of Israel. So all of these news and all of this news that we're receiving is not exactly encouraging or exhorting. But God is calling us to be strong, to strengthen ourselves in Him and strengthen ourselves on behalf of the people of Israel. And this point of seeing Joab in the verse this year, where he says, if I lose, you'll help me. And if you lose, I will help you. I believe that this is a principle that we need to put into practice between our lives as believers. Do you know this is also something that Yeshua also spoke and taught? We won't turn to there, but in Romans 15, verse 1, he says that we, as the strong, we need to carry those who are weak. And we know that here in the land of Israel, there will be moments and times that are not easy. There will be those that are weak among us, those among the believing circle and those that are not believers. But in this moment and in this time, God is calling us to strengthen ourselves and to strengthen those of the people of Israel around us. I believe that one of the most wonderful gifts that God gave the body of Messiah is the gift of exhortation or encouragement. You can find this gift in Romans chapter 12. There is a gift that is called the gift of exhortation. And I believe that this gift um, is not exactly found too much in the body of Messiah. There are not a lot of peoples in the body of Messiah that knows how to encourage and strengthen those that we would learn to encourage and strengthen. We know how to, like, cheer on or encourage a football team. And when somebody makes a goal, we say, yeah, yeah, you made a goal, yeah. And for the Olympics, like this last that we had, and Pastor Danny's uh, family liked to watch Michael Phelps in all of his uh, swimming. He is the swimmer that received eight gold medals. Pastor Danny remembers that here in Israel we were able to watch Michael Phelps like at 4 or 5 in the morning in order to watch him. So then in a long night, Pastor Danny would be laying in his bed and he would be hearing from the salon, Yeah, yeah, he made it, he did it. And Pastor Danny's daughter would be jumping and he's so happy. But before the victory, before the victory we hear, Go, 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 go. And even in more radical times there's prayer. How many have you been praying for maybe your own sports teams? Have you guys been praying? So there is something deep within us that we want to encourage and strengthen others in an area that would be good for us. But I believe that God wants to put this gift into each one of us. But I believe that Yeshua in the latter days, in these last days, the fear will overcome the people. And I believe that God will want the, the children of him To stand up at this time and encourage and strengthen. To encourage means to strengthen, to draw near, to pray. It doesn't mean just, okay, you're okay. It means to pray. It means to be close to the same person at that time that they need help. It means to comfort him at the time that he is grieving. And there is a price that we will be needing to pay in order to encourage and strengthen. It will cause you to give up of your time, of your comfort, and you will have to pay this price if you want to encourage. And this is why we don't have many people that encourage and strengthen because they don't want to pay the price. In the Hebrew dictionary, it talks about encouragement is to strengthen the spirit of man. It's to push him or to cause him and allow him to do something. And my prayer this morning is that we will be a type of people that will encourage and strengthen and pray for those people around us. When we see those people around us that are hurting or that are struggling, we are there to stand with them in prayer, to strengthen them, encourage them, and pray for them. So, one of the wonderful things is that uh, after Moses passed away and Joshua took over, you can read this in the first book of Joshua, he says to him three times... Be strong and of courage. Three times it's written. Do you think maybe that Joshua needed a little bit of encouragement at this time? Until this point, he was always the number two man. All of a sudden, Moses is gone from the picture. And not only that, there is like a million Israel's Israelis that need to come into the promised land that he needs to lead. A million Israelis. <laughs> New immigrants from Egypt. <laughs> And maybe a few uh, local Israelis that have been born along the way. I remember, Pastor Danny says he remembers the first time he started the Hebrew-speaking home group in his home. And we're speaking Hebrew. He says he's still trying to get over this trauma. It wasn't easy. (laughs) Think for yourselves, a million Israelis. Joshua really needed encouragement. And he says to him, be strong and courage. I will be with you. You are not alone. And Joshua was able, with these words that he received as encouragement and comfort, he was able to stand up to the calling that God has called him for. God has called each one of you this morning, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. It doesn't matter what is coming to our world. It doesn't matter what is coming to our land here of Israel. God says, I am with you. I will be with you. I will guide you. You need to just worry about being close to me, close to God, and be close to his word. Don't allow the fear to overtake you. I'm with you. Did you know and realize that God is with us? We don't need anything. He's with us, and that's it. What a wonderful encouragement that is for us. There are times, I don't understand why there are times like this, but there are times that when somebody really needs encouragement, we have kept ourselves quiet. Somebody is going through a hard time, and we don't do anything about it. We don't say anything about it. Did you know that to not encourage somebody is very strong in the eyes of the Lord? Pastor Danny was thinking about Caleb and Joshua. We, we sung the song, let's go up, let's go up. We've taken the land. We've possessed it. This is the word that Joshua and Caleb gave to the people of Israel. When the ten spies and both of them came back from checking out the land, they got the word, let's go up. Even though the, the people are strong in the land, we can go up. God is with us. They came with encouragement to the people. Ten of the spies came back not with encouraging words. Do you know what the difference or the, between encourage is despair? And this is exactly what the ten spies did. They caused the people of Israel, the children of Israel, To be in despair. And this caused that in their despair, they wanted to go back to the land of Egypt. But two rose up Joshua and Caleb. They strengthened and encouraged the people of Israel. We can do it. It's not just a matter of faith. They did believe. They were willing to stand and be there at the time to encourage the people of Israel during this time. And sorry for us, the people did not listen. And there was great difficulty. It doesn't matter what the situation is or will be. God has called us to stand and encourage. Don't be quiet. Don't think for a moment that if you say something good to somebody that they will start to get a big head and have full of pride. Sometimes Pastor Danny says in uh, joking that when maybe somebody is saying something good, maybe about Sharon the cook, oh, wow, the food was so good. It was so nice. So Danny says, oh, the food was okay, but it wasn't so... So then many people think, oh, well, we want to say it like this so that they're, not, that they're not going to get full of pride, like you want to try and make a counteraction of your words. Don't do this. When somebody does something good, say something. Encourage, strengthen. Don't be quiet. Don't think for a moment, well, somebody else is going to do this. Somebody else will say something. Encourage one another. Do you know that we need to learn to encourage each other? Hmm. Amen. Do you know how many people would be able to go through their struggles and their problems much easier if somebody encouraged them? And don't always think that to help out is to just help out with money. Money does not answer all the problems. Even if you're standing next to that person, maybe you put your hand upon them and encourage them. Even if you pick up the phone and you just give a short word of encouragement to that same person, that's enough. Let's be people that encourage. Let's be a people that cares about what's happening around us. Don't fall into the trap, oh, I need somebody to encourage me and strengthen me. I have so many problems. But you be the first to encourage and to strengthen. And when you encourage, you will also receive encouragement. God calls us to strengthen one another. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Let's read verses 24 to 25. Hebrews 10:24 and 25. And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much more as you see the day approaching. Pay attention to these verses. In Hebrew, it sounds so much more wonderful. Let's put our hearts together with one another. Open your heart towards your brother. Pay attention to what's happening. Don't be just worried about what's happening in your life. Pay attention to what is going on around you with your brothers and your sisters. And let us stir up one another in order that we would do good works one for another. And here he's also encouraging the believers not to forsake the congregation. The gathering of the believers. This is so important for the believers. Because here in this place is where God calls us to encourage each other. This is the place that we can pray one for another. Even so much more as we saw what Gidon spoke this morning of those that need prayer. Sometimes we go out of the door and we forget all about them until maybe next week. Write these names down. Find out if you can call these people. Or maybe you could visit them. Be there for them. Encourage them. Strengthen them. Don't just be those that come in, you're cut off from what's happening, you come in, you worship the Lord, and you're cut off from what's happening around you. It is important for us to encourage one another even that much more as we see the day of the Lord approaching. One of the things that Pastor Danny is sharing with us that he's learned in his walk with the Lord, he cannot always count on the brothers and the sisters in the faith to encourage him and strengthen him. So Danny believes that there's a, a new technique out called do it yourself. And of course, you, <laughs> of course you know that there are those um, stores out there, do-it-yourself stores, Ikea is one of them, and you, you buy something and you put it all together at home. And you know that a lot of us in our life as believers, we will come to those moments where there is not another believer around us to encourage us. Let's go to 1 Samuel. Let's learn from David something. 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Chapter 30, 1 Samuel chapter 30. David and his people went out to war, and they left in the area of Ziklag all the women and all of their possessions. So while they were gone, the Amalekites came, and they took the women, and they took all of their possessions, and they burned the city with fire. Let's read from verse 3, 1 Samuel 30, verse 3. So when David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Verse 4, Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. So think for yourselves just for a minute about this picture that we would have of this scene. You're married, you have a wife, children, you, you come home from work one day, your house is burned, There's not a wife, there's no children there. And maybe there's a piece of paper there that's put up with a knife through the wood. Your wife, your children, your plasma, your computer, your DVD is with us. With with blessings, the Amalekites. So David and his army, his people, they wept all night long. You know, it's hard to see a man cry. Sometimes you see it here and there, but not that much. But I've never met a man who has cried all night long. And this is the army of heroes that we have here. These are the ones that are supposed to be the toughest of the tough, the strongest. And they cry all night long. They had no power left in them to weep. Verse 6, now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. And so in this we see, like any other place, the leader is always guilty. So we see that they were all filled with grief, and they were ready to stone the leader, David. And they were ready to stone him. There was not one of his people that said to him, David, don't worry. God is with us. It'll be okay. Not one. Nobody was there for him. But David, it says, David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. It didn't matter, and it doesn't matter if there was no one near you. The the same way that God says to Joshua, be strong and courageous. I am with you. So we need to know that God is with us each moment. David took the ephod. He went to pray. He heard the voice of the Lord. He went to battle, and he brought back everything that the enemy had taken because he was able to strengthen himself in the Lord. So if there's somebody near you, it's also good because the Lord of heaven and earth is with you. God is with us. Who can stand against us or before us? David found the strength that he needed at that time in the Lord. This is why we're always encouraging you, come, be strong, come and be part of the prayer meetings, because there in the prayer meetings is where we receive the power. There's where we receive the strength. Pastor Daniel will share a personal story that happened to him a few months back. He was uh, called upon to speak to a very large group, and after he spoke and taught, uh, he didn't feel well or comfortable with what he spoke. And taught. Those of you that are called upon to speak and teach the word of the Lord, it's so important to know that you have received the word of the Lord for the people for this time. So, Pastor Danny felt that he missed what the Lord wanted to portray to the people at that time. He wasn't sure in this. So, he received within him like an inner grief that he didn't want to continue to teach or to speak. So, he came to his best friend. And that would be his wife, Luann. And he explained to her what he's going through at the time. And she looks to him and she says, Oh, yeah? Okay. And that's it. And that was not encouraging. Pastor Danny's wife is very encouraging normally. I wanted her to say, I wanted her to say, Oh, don't worry. It'll be okay. It was good. But she said, Oh, okay. And then she went on her way. And Danny stands there and he says, oh, now I'm going down even more, more discouraged. For sure I've missed this. So then he comes to the pastor's office and he speaks with Pastor David and Pastor Peter. And he explains to them what he's gone through. And their response was a little bit better. And so after he sat with them, he he went down even more, more discouraged. And he's not saying this against them. It's just a lesson he wants us to learn from this. And then he read these scripture verses. So he knew that he needed to strengthen himself in the Lord the same way that David did in order to come out of this. He went to pray, and he didn't anymore look or search for people that would give him a good word. He went to the Lord of the heaven and earth, the really true encourager and comforter. And he strengthened Danny from the inside. And he gave him the strength to come out of this. And then I was able to continue on with the second part of my teaching in the power of the Holy Spirit. So there are times that we have to find ourselves strengthening ourselves in the power of the Lord. 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 4, we're going to look at Paul, 2 Timothy chapter 4, we're going to read from verse 16, at my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsake me. May it not be charged against them. Verse 17, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. Also, I was delivered out of the mouth of the lion. So we see here that Paul also went through the same experiences. People spoke against him, and in a moment of pressure, the moment there was a threat against the believers, everybody forsook him. Reminds me also of Peter with Yeshua. Oh, you were also with him? They said to Peter. He says, "No, I wasn't with him." What do you mean? What are you talking about? In the same spirit, we read this as well. They say, "Are you with Paul? Are you with Paul?" No, no, no. I no, I wasn't with Paul. All the ones that were close to him forsook him, left him. Do you know one of the things about Paul? He didn't take this personally. If this happened to us. We would not be speaking to these people again. We would come down against them. But Paul says here, may it not be counted against them. Why? Because the Lord Yeshua was with him. He strengthened me. He gave me the power that I needed. And brothers and sisters, you need to know that the Lord is with us. This is what we need. Mm. We should not be leaning on the wisdom of man and on people. If you are always leaning on men and putting your trust in men, they will fail you and disappoint you. But the Lord will not disappoint. He is always with you. It doesn't matter where. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. He will never forsake you. He was able to strengthen himself in the Lord. John 16. Let's turn to John 16. John 16. John 16, verse 33. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Yeshua overcame the world. He overcame everything. He was encouraging and strengthening his disciples. He was going to leave them soon. They're going to be by themselves. But he says to them, be be strong. The peace of the Lord is for you. It doesn't matter what situation you're in. And it doesn't matter what is going to happen around us here in this land of Israel. And it doesn't matter what will happen in the world. The peace of the Lord is for each one of us. He overcame the world. These are the things we need to be encouraging each other with. Have you encouraged somebody today? Did you take the time to encourage? If not, why not? Do it. Take the time to, to really encourage somebody. It's okay to encourage one person and to strengthen them and to say good things. It needs to come with a good reasoning, not just words that come. But if you see somebody that hasn't done good, you don't go up to them and say, wow, that was good. We're not encouraging you to lie in order to encourage somebody. But there is a difference between praise and encouragement. Praise is when you are worshiping or encouraging the work of somebody. But with encouragement, you are encouraging the person, especially more so when he has not succeeded in something. You don't come to somebody who has not been uh, successful and you say, wow, that was great. That is not encouragement. Somebody that has all the money in the world, somebody that knows their name is in all of the newspapers, to come to them and say something to them is not encouragement. Encouragement is to say something to someone who is going through a struggle, a problem, a hard time So when we see people around us that they're going through problems, it's hard for them God says to us, get involved, do something Say something Don't be quiet, don't act like you don't know what's going on Don't act like you haven't heard You have a responsibility before the Lord and may God grant to each one of us the gift of encouragement and exhortation. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. So in Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles 16, 2 Chronicles 16, we see that Asa was the king of Judah. He was a king that started good. And as we come to the end of his life, we see that he has finished his life not the way that he should have. He started good. God gave him victory over his enemies. But when he sees that the people of Israel have come against him in a war, he goes up to somebody else, and then God sends a prophet to come and rebuke Asa. 2 Chronicles sixteen nine. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to him. So we see that King Asa did not lean and rely upon the Lord. He believed that his salvation and his help would come from a person. And because he didn't rely and lean upon the Lord, so there was actually a curse given to him that from now on there will be wars. God wants to encourage, God wants to strengthen us, but he's looking and searching for the people. He's looking and searching for the people. That their heart is loyal and complete, full towards him. That their heart is turned towards him. There will be times and moments that we go through, but he is looking for those that their heart is turned towards him. People who are not dependent on what's happening around them. People who are not depending upon people, but people who are depending upon him as God. God wants to strengthen us. He wants to encourage us. You know, I said that the difference between encouragement is despair. Do you know that sometimes we can also cause people to be in despair? Sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it. But sometimes we cause people to be in despair. Pastor Danny just spoke with the interns here at Ora Carmel from the congregation about our tongue and the effects of our tongue. Sometimes when you, when you say specifically to someone, don't do something, and then he does it. And then, and then after he did it, and he didn't succeed, or maybe he fell, so we have within us this desire. To say to them, I told you so. Sometimes it's with a smile on your face or half a smile. I told you so. Put a little bit more salt on that wound. God calls us to be careful and to watch on these things. We are not called to to cause others to be in despair. We are called to encourage others. Maybe that same person, he definitely did not need to hear the words, I told you so. He knew that he messed up. He realizes that, but what he needs is a supportive hand at that time. A supportive hand to help him get up from the ground and to help him get back on the way. Think for yourself, if this is what Yeshua would have said to Peter after Peter denied him three times. But what exactly did he say to him? He said, go to Galilee, I'll meet you there. There I will meet with you. This is the type of encouragement that we need. Not to cause shame or guilt, not to cause each other to to fall down but to come and to encourage each other to see the good in others to say good things about each other we know that the eyes of the lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth and he looks for people whose heart is loyal to him we want to read from second thessalonians second thessalonians chapter 3 second thessalonians chapter 3 second Thess- Thessalonians 3 3. But the Lord is faithful, and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. Verse 5. And may the Lord direct your hearts into love of God and into the steadfastness of Messiah. God is faithful to encourage us. So I, I started this morning with the verses from Joab. Joab. With the same words that he said to the people. If I. If I'm losing, you come help me. And if I'm losing, you come help me. Let us be strong and be courageous for our people. So each one of us, we have our own personal battles. That for each one of us, we would pay attention to what's happening in the lives of the brothers and sisters around us. And when we see brothers and sisters around us that are struggling and they're in need of a, of a good word, that I will leave and drop whatever I'm doing and I will come to help my brother or sister. I will help him to win. Mm. God is calling each one of us to help each other to win. We are not alone in the kingdom of heaven. We are called to be a family. And in a family, we help one another. We encourage one another. Maybe you're here from a different country. I'm speaking about a personal level, but I'm also speaking above the personal level. When our country of Israel is going through the, the problems and the hard times, you that are visiting from outside the country, you are called upon to encourage and to support the believers in Israel. And you know what? And when you are going through a hard time and a struggle, we want to stand with you. Even if physically we can't stand right next to you, we will pray for you. One of the things that Pastor Danny shared with the interns uh, when he went to visit in a concentration camp in Poland It was there at this concentration camp that it was the first concentration camp to start to use gas against the Jews, that next to this concentration camp were so many homes and even a church right near this place. And except for a very small remnant, nobody did anything. Nobody stood up to help them or to stand on their behalf. Everyone was quiet. And my prayer for you is that the the moments that we're going to go through, the hard times, that we will be one with each other, one for each other. And when you see us going through a hard time, that you'll come and you'll stand and you'll strengthen us. And we will strengthen you and help you. Let's pray. Let's pray that God would really give us this gift of encouragement to each one in our life. Let's, pr- let's stand, please. I know that there are some of you here that need encouragement. You're going through rough times, if it's with your health, if it's with the economic situation with your family, with anything. But God is here and he wants to strengthen you. He wants you to take the effort and come before him in prayer. And we as a congregation, we want to encourage you and strengthen you. But if you're here and you need encouragement or strengthening this morning, we want to invite you to come up to the altar, to the front of the stage. God is here. He wants to encourage you. He wants to strengthen you. If you're having any problems. Father, I pray for each one of your children this morning. Father, that you would allow them to know that you are with them, that you have not left them, you have not forsaken them. You are here to encourage them and strengthen them. If the Lord is speaking to you, come forward. Our prayer team wants to pray with you and encourage you. Maybe... Maybe some of you haven't experienced a failure in your life and you've still not been able to overcome that. God is here for you. Maybe somebody here thinks that they're a loser and they're not succeeding in life. God says, you are not a loser. You are with me. You are more than a conqueror. Amen. Our prayer team can come forward and encourage and strengthen now.